Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kenny Wallace Show. Well, we're we're back from Thanksgiving. <laughs> My old belly's full. I've ate a lot of deviled eggs, turkey. I'm done. <laughs> I'm ready to get back to normal. I don't know how you are, but boy, Thanksgiving was a lot of fun, but now it's time to get back to racing. We had a little bit of a break there. So this is a big weekend across America. We have uh, we have the Snowball Derby down in Pensacola, Florida, one of the biggest asphalt races. Well, the biggest local asphalt race in America and maybe the United States. And then up here in the Midwest, my hometown, St. Louis, Missouri, we have dirt racing inside the dome. It's going on its fifth or sixth year, and it's been incredibly successful. So uh, I guess you could say it's a, a doubleheader weekend for dirt and asphalt. Uh, we got Brad Keselowski, who has entered the Snowball Derby down in Pensacola, Florida. That's a big deal. Of course, we watched Chase Elliott run that race. My brother, Rusty, Mark Martin, Darrell Waltrip, the list goes on. All the superstars race the Snowball Derby down in Pensacola, Florida. So what's the subject this week, Herman? <laughs> I always tell you there's two or three of me. The subject is this. Your local asphalt track is gone. What happened to local asphalt racing? It's dead. Uh, Lebanon, I-44 Speedway up here in Lebanon, Missouri. The track's still there, but they're not running on it. Uh, so many asphalt tracks throughout America are gone. Uh, and what happened? Uh, there's so much to talk about. Now, there might be an asphalt track left here or there. But for the most part, we all know, we're not going to argue about it. This is, this is not a debate. We all know for a fact that local asphalt racing is gone, as we know it. All the racers that are running in NASCAR now, they're coming up through the dirt ranks. You look at Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson. Um, you know, everybody's coming up through dirt racing. So what are we going to do to revive asphalt racing? You know, I love asphalt racing. It's it's near and dear to my heart. That's the way I came up. The American Speed Association, ASA. That's where Mark Martin, Rusty Wallace, Dick Trickle, I mean, they all went through there. Uh, we even watched Dale Earnhardt Sr. run some races in ASA. And then ASA, it went kerplunk. Uh, you know, Rex and Becky Robbins, or health, started failing them. They sold ASA. They ruined ASA. The new owners ruined it. They went too big, too quick. They started racing at places like Atlanta, Charlotte. In my opinion, they should have kept ASA where it was meant to be. That was at Milwaukee. Milwaukee was like our Daytona back in the ASA days. The legendary Winchester, Indiana, Salem. Everybody just destroyed asphalt racing. Another thing that happened with asphalt racing is they got into what we call monitor racing. All the crew members, they, they come up with the, uh, what we know now. It's normal to us. But, you know, back in the day, you had an old stopwatch in practice. Oh, we run a 16.02. Then somebody else, you go back to the hotel room that night. We run a 15.80. And, and nobody knew. They, they either be lying or drinking too much. <laughs> then the monitors come out. And here's what the monitors did. It killed local asphalt racing because they put the computer up there. And, it, and if their car wasn't fast, they'd bolt on another 
$1,000 worth of tires because new tires were fast, make their cars speed up, and we call it the Monitor 500. So, uh, you know, uh, Monitor Racing killed uh, local asphalt racing. Everybody's spending, spending too much money to get their car up on the speed charts. Then the fans quit showing up because the local asphalt races, they just kept following the leader, following the leader. And then you look over here at dirt racing, and everybody's riding high, <laughs> not afraid to die. Can he do it? Jack Hewitt. And, and everything was going on inside dirt racing. Eldora putting in 25,000 people, 20 to 25,000 people. Then the world finals came about at Charlotte Dirt Track, you know, 10, 15,000 people, standing room only. Dirt racing just took over. And asphalt racing, uh, it just, it kerplunked. ASA was gone. Uh, everything was gone. But here's what this is all about. There's one man right now that is creating a comeback for local asphalt racing, and it's Dale Earnhardt Jr. Woo! Dale Earnhardt Jr. is the new Kyle Larson. So Kyle Larson, what he did for dirt racing three years ago, I mean, they were packing them in. Everybody had to watch Kyle Larson run dirt. Uh, and he just kept setting the bar higher and higher. Remember, Kyle Larson was really good in open wheel midgets. He was really good in anything open wheel on dirt. And then he went to super late models. And people are like, well, when he can't run these super late models. Well, he won right away. And everybody just shut right up. And they said, okay, Kyle Larson is the man. And he took dirt racing through the roof. Now I'm so excited. My dear friend, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is doing that with asphalt racing, late model stocks in the South, around the Charlotte area, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia. So I called up Dale Earnhardt Jr. I said, Jr., the, the Kenny Wallace Show wants to, wants to talk about you, what you're doing for local asphalt racing. He goes, man, I'm just trying to shine the light on some of these asphalt tracks. And, and I just think it's wonderful. Uh, myself and Kenny Schrader, we wanted to help dirt racing out, and we've done that now. Dirt racing's at, at the highest level it's ever been, record crowds in 2022. So I'm really excited to see what uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is doing. His car was gold, number three, Bass Pro Shop, and then a month before he drove the number three, green and white, uh, what was that, uh, Sundrop car at North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. And oh my gosh, did you see that crowd at North Wilkesboro? Unbelievable. I mean, it is amazing, right? Like when you look back through the basketball days, uh, I know there's that generation gap, but you know, Michael Jordan, you guaranteed if Michael Jordan was going to play or come to your town, they, was, they were going to be sold out at an arena that was you know, maybe had 5,000 people. If you, if you said the Chicago Bulls were coming to your town to play your your little old basketball team, and let's say they had 5,000 people there right away, you're sold out at 17,000. That's what Dale Earnhardt Jr. does for local asphalt racing right now. Uh, your local track, maybe 600 people in the grandstands. Hey, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is coming, sold out, 5,000 people. A lot of these local short tracks, you know, that's all they're going to fit is, you know, 3,500, 5,000, some of the big ones, 10,000. Uh, so 
you say to yourself, well, Herman, there's got to be more to, to, to this than just Dale Earnhardt Jr. I think it's that big. I think it's just Dale Earnhardt Jr. all by himself. And I think what's going to happen is NASCAR, he, he's going to start twisting NBC's arm like I did Fox. You know, when I would get off the TV set or right at the end and we were getting ready to, you know, shut the show down, they say, well, Herman, what are you going to do this week? And I say, well, I'm going to Macon Speedway and Macon, Illinois. Well, Dale Earnhardt Jr. can do just that on NBC. Junior, what are you doing this week? Well, I'm going down to Florence, South Carolina. Y'all show out. Now, come on, see me race down there. It just takes that. And then there's a hidden little secret right now. Now, it's been announced throughout social media, and maybe you haven't heard about it. I believe, and there's a lot more to report on, I believe ASA is back. I see a logo. I see a little... Logo out there, I think it's called uh, Stars Racing. Stars Racing, check it out. But when you look at the logo, that, that logo is an ASA logo. I think, I think that Stars Racing, that new one, they just announced about a month ago, Bob Sargent and his group, I think they're going to revitalize old ASA. They're going to run about 10 races a year. They're going to pay big money to win the championship. So let's break it down. I think ASA is going to be revitalized. I think they're going to run 10 races. It's going to be a lot of money to win the championship. And I think Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going to do what Kenny Wallace. Herman, quit talking about yourself. And, and you know, <laughs> listen, I, I, I learned that from the great Dick Trickle. I'd be talking to Trickle and go, my boy, you can't think you're a Dick Trickle. <laughs> and Dick's saying that about himself. But I really believe that, you know, uh, Kenny Schrader, Tony Stewart, myself, uh, you know, Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, uh, you know, look at, uh, at Clint Boyer. All we did was promote dirt racing for 20 years almost. I mean, it's been going on and on. So here we go. Uh, you know, I'm already seeing it. I think uh, Plymouth Speedway up in Plymouth, Indiana. They took the dirt off the racetrack. It's back to asphalt. They had a, a better year than ever. The dirt that they laid on that racetrack just did, was not conducive. Uh, the track looks cleaner. It looks good. And I'm really excited to see what Dale Earnhardt Jr. can do for local asphalt racing. We need to bring it back, gang. That's where I started. I'm an asphalt racer right, right there. There I am, myself and the legendary Joe Shear at Milwaukee. That was 19, uh, 1986, and this was an award that uh, I believe the Nationwide Series gave me. This was, I think, my 400th start in the Xfinity Series. Okay, the Bush Series. <laughs> it's all the same, everybody. Bush, Nationwide, Xfinity, it's the same series, different sponsor. So um, I'm excited to see what Dale Earnhardt Jr. can do. I'd like to see our racetrack up here at Lebanon. Missouri opened back up. Uh, like I said, the track's there. It's just that dirt racing has got a stranglehold on the whole United States right now. So we need a little more balance. Now, yes, we, we do have the Snowball Derby, and we, we got the All-American 400, but I'd like to see that All-American 400 brought back the way it used to be. I look in the grandstands right now. Thanks to Bob Sargent and his group, you know, maybe 25, 3,000 people in the grandstands. That place sells out at 10,000. So, uh, you know, get on here, drop a note. Where's your local asphalt track? Is it gone? 
I mean, I know there are some some left, but for the most part, uh, asphalt racing is gone. Uh, all right, then. Well, that's where we're at right now, and I hope that your local asphalt track comes back. And thank you to Dale Earnhardt Jr. for doing what he's doing. Uh, he's he's ran two races so far. Now, I, I do want to point out before we leave here, late model stocks. Okay, we have the super late model, late model stocks, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. And myself, we do talk. And he says, Herman, I've seen you set the example with that, with that dirt cart. And now all of a sudden, Bobby Labonte is running the Smart Series with Modifieds. Me and Bobby talk. And now Dale Earnhardt Jr. These are great race car drivers that are of age now, but they still got a lot left to give back to the sport. So if your asphalt track opens up, go watch them. Most likely, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Bobby Labonte, Hell, even me, I might show up. I'm still running some asphalt racing. All right, everybody. Time to get back to eating normal. My belly's full. I know so is yours. All right. Stay tuned to all the social media channels this week. I'll give you an update of how I'm doing inside the dome, the Gateway Dirt Nationals here in downtown St. Louis. Remember to subscribe. Check out, um, check our podcast out right here. You can hear this show on Spotify or iTunes. All right, until the next conversation, we'll see you next time.